Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Michelle Smallman, Dan McLaughlin, Randy Carricker, good to have you with us on 101 ESPN. You hear Mike Claiborne on Cardinal Radio Broadcasts. You can see Mike's great work at ClavesOnline.com and uh, all kinds of great material and content on that website. And right now, you can hear Claves with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good morning to three of my favorite people. Oh, that is adorable. That. that is absolutely adorable, Mike. And you're Wait one of minute, my favorite me, people, me, too. I, I got to make sure I read that right again. Yes, it says, good morning to three of my favorite people. Wow. Period. Okay. Wow. We're good to go now. Okay. Hey, uh, hey by the way, hey, Claves. Are, yes, sir. Are you, are you still with us or did the phone cut out? Okay. No, I'm, I'm here. We I'm just, here. We just had a – were you listening the previous two segments at all? No, I w- I just came in from a, a little bit of a workout, so I, I did not hear. It. Okay, what, what well, we were talking about J Lo and A Rod. They have officially become friends. Oh they, they, yeah, they oh. called it off. Yeah, and I heard that. Tragic. It is, and then that conversation turned into going clubbing. Um, would you ever go clubbing with Randy? I mean, like really clubbing. I think it would create, a, I, you know what, I think if he and I went clubbing, it would certainly create a conversation that perhaps a J-Lo would come up to one of us and say, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> so we had the fight last uh, segment, and if Patrick yeah. won, I said your reward would be that you get to go clubbing with Randy. And Randy said the only clubbing we're doing is going to the golf club. It wasn't going to be the uh, boom, 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 boom. I just was yeah, curious okay. how you think Randy would fit in there. I think he'd be great. But, you know what? He, I think it would work again. People would inquire, you know, on, sure. on on why he's there. But I think he could. I think he blend in well. Absolutely, he would. Okay, he, he's, in, he's in the talk radio business. He can talk himself in and out of anything. You got that right. <laughs> now I've derailed the segment. Let's talk baseball, Randall. Yeah. Claves, you've been around this team for a long time. You've been around Yadier Molina for his entire career. What he's done is amazing. And we're going to look back at this and say, man, I hope people that are watching this and taking it in are savoring it because we aren't going to see it again. No, no. Um, You know, the two people we'll never see again are he and Albert. We'll never see those sort of performances again. And, you know, when you think about the years that Yachty's been beset with an injury and been on the DL, what he what he would have been able to do, some records would probably be out of sight. But, man, I don't know if I've ever seen a, a player in baseball who is more observant of what's going on around him than Yachty and, and just how caring and thoughtful he is and how competitive he is. And Yeah, we won't see anybody like this again. 
Claves, the outfield trend so far, not super encouraging. Still looking for that consistent offensive production, some defensive miscues. It's early in the season, but how concerning should the off, or excuse me, the outfield situation for the Cardinals be? Well, I think you should be concerned, Michelle, uh, because here's the, the issue. There is a there's a little bit of a gap between the next wave of Cardinal players in the minors and compared to what we have now. And if something were to happen to one of these guys where they'd be on the injury list for an extended period of time, I'm not sure where that next guy comes from. Unless you're going to start moving guys around and putting the Gowski in. You've already got an infielder playing in the outfield. And, and I don't know how many more times you can switch out players who've been playing one position and move them to another just because they're a good athlete. Uh, so the Cardinals have some decisions to make. And, and they kind of got exposed because of the injury and the lack of productivity where is the next outfielder going to come from? And, and I don't think it's in the organization right now. And we definitely know he's not left-handed. That's for sure. Uh, speaking of the, the outfield situation, that was a tough day for Lane Thomas. I, I'm just trying to put my finger on what's going on with him, Klaibs. You know, he, he's almost playing timid. And we've seen him play much better than what he's been doing. I, I don't know what you think about that, but I, it, it's just, well, you know, it's been tough to watch. Tough is an understatement. And this goes back to last year. He had COVID. And, Dan, you remember when he came back, man, he, yeah. was, he was not all there. Um, I don't think he, he was really he fully recovered. But but the other thing, he got off to, like, a good start in spring training. Exactly. You know, the first couple of weeks. And then I reminded myself, yeah, well, they were throwing fastballs. I mean, you remember that those first two weeks of spring training, pitchers are just trying to – get their arm right. So they're just chunking up fastballs, trying to find location and release points. And he was pretty successful. And then that next wave of, of spring training guys start tinkering with a breaking ball, taking a little bit off here, turning it over there. And then that's when he started to struggle. But, but also in spring training, he had some problems in the outfield there as well. Uh, going back on balls was, was something Michelle, you mentioned tentative. There were some balls that he could have come in on that he kind of held off on. We saw it yesterday as well. So it, it's, just, it's something going on there. And to say he's fully recovered, I don't know. But this isn't the same Lane Thomas we saw in 2019. And, Claves, you mentioned that especially if they're going to get a left-handed hitter, they're going to have to go to the outside. And there's uh, the, the Yankees have an abundance of guys. They have Bruce and Talkman. I can't imagine that the Pirates are going to keep Polanco around, and I know he's off to as bad a start as any of the Cardinal outfielders, but at least we've seen him do it in the past. I, I would think that there are going to be some guys that are available here sooner rather than later. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Randy. I think normally, you know, I kind of look at Flag Day as the day where you know what you have. I've never heard you say I, that. I, <laughs> well, you know what? I, I said it twice, and for some reason I must have said it where there are a lot of people around. <laughs> but now I'm going to run with it. <laughs> it, it has merit. And, and you know, I'm, I'm normally a little bit more patient with regard to letting things happen, you know, good weather, bad weather, injuries, hot streaks, cold streaks. You know, there's a lot of things that happen between now and June 14th. But there are also patterns that are developed. And I, and I just think that there are some things that you go back to spring training and you get through April. Uh, there are some things that just don't seem like there's a hint of improvement. And, you know, with that said, you, you probably have to start exploring options. And I don't think the Cardinals are by themselves. I think there are a lot of teams that are kind of looking at some guys saying, well, wait a minute, we didn't, we didn't sign up for this. And, and I'll give a good example. 
I don't think when they brought Starlin Castro into Washington that he was going to end up being an opening day starting third baseman. Now, he's a good player, but Keeboom, who they've been you know, putting their eggs in his basket for the last couple of years, couldn't make the team as a starter. And I, I think that there's some other teams around the game that probably say, you know, we may have to make an adjustment well before, you know, flag day in order to be able to be effective because somebody might get up and run away with a division if you don't yep. watch out or somebody puts themselves in a better position than you are. And and I think you may see some teams adjust quicker because, you know, last year we only had the 60 games, so we don't know how long some of these pitches are going to last. Speaking of that, Claves, we've seen the rotation now a couple of times through. What have been your observations from the starting pitchers? Uh, it's hard to get to six innings. And, and, you know, it's amazing how much of a difference getting to the sixth inning and beyond compared to just get barely getting to the fifth inning can have uh, an impact on your whole staff. When you look at your, your bullpen and guys that are up every day, and, you know, they try and monitor how many throws they have in the bullpen, but at some point it catches up to you. And it's one of those situations now where if you can only get to five, our, this bullpen will be fried up by Mother's Day. I mean, I just don't see how they can survive because they're worked every day. And even with the, the era of trying to stretch out relievers where maybe they give you two innings, Still, those two innings should, should where you, you can't use them for a day. You hope not to be able to use them for two days, and it really shortens your bullpen because you got to find another way for guys to go out and get something done. And and that's been my biggest concern, you know. And I, I talked to Mike Shield about it the other day. Now that we've gone through the order twice, and then sometimes three, and some teams with four guys. I mean, guys that have gone four starts. It's time to turn them loose and hey, look, man, you got to figure it out. You know, you can't use 100 pitches in five innings. And, and I don't care who you are because that's not helping the team. And they've got to figure out how to press on. They've got to figure out how to get guys out quicker and count instead of going one and two, and all of a sudden it's three and two, and then he fouls off three or four pitches. Now all of a sudden it's a 12-pitch at bat. That those are the things that are killing them right now, and they've got to be more effective. And, and one other thing, and Dan, you see it every day. I think the umpires have decided low strikes are no longer in play. I said that earlier. Uh, yep. John Gant has pitched a couple of games where he's been low in the zone, and normally that's a strike. Jack Flaherty now the other night. Yeah, exactly. And and now they're having to learn how to adjust, and some guys are doing a better job of adjusting than others. And I, I think the, the, the tribute I give to them is, they haven't given in, and we haven't seen a lot of these guys giving up a lot of home runs. You know, normally, all right, I got to get the pitch up. And so this hitter sitting on a pitch that's going to be up, and the next thing you know, you're using a new baseball. But that hasn't been the case with the Cardinals staff, and I tip my cap to them because a lot of teams would succumb to what the umpires are doing, and all of a sudden, you got bigger problems. Today is Jackie Robinson Day, claims, and I think it's the most important day that we have in the baseball season. And I was telling Michelle and Randy, I said, you know, my kids will come home and they say, why is everybody wearing number 42? I, I don't get it. And, I, and, it's, and I, I'm glad that they asked the question because it brings out awareness that black players were not a part of Major League Baseball, which was terrible. It was a terrible time in our country. Um, I don't know about you. I, I just think that this is such an important day, and I love Jackie Robinson Day in Major League Baseball. Well, I, I agree with you, Dan, and, and I think the thing that I appreciate that you just mentioned, when people ask the question, why is everybody wearing 42, now you've opened the door 
to really kind of expound on the history you got that it. led up to Jackie Robinson. And that's what it's all about, the conversation, because you'd be amazed at, at how little people know this generation. And the best example, who's the kid that plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves that never heard of A-Rod the other day? Right. He's about to be the owner of the team. He's like, I never heard of. And, and that's just because, yeah. you know, kids just don't know. And, which amazes me considering how much readily information is out there. You know, with the stroke of a, a key on a computer, you can find out anything you want to. But I think it's great to have the conversation. I think it's great to make sure that people make sure this doesn't happen again. And I, I think it also gives the, the league great pride to see the strides that they've made since Jackie Robinson. Are you going to have Keith Costas on the website today? Keith Costas will be on today. Uh, he and Rammer will have it today, and uh, we love talking to Keith, Keith with MLB Network. Uh, his, his dad turned out to be okay. And uh, <laughs> so we have Keith on every week, and, you know, he's he's a really connected guy with regard to the game. Uh, plus he sits with – he works with Lauren Shahadi every week, and I, I think the world of her, I think she does a terrific job. So we have him on today. It's always good to visit with him, and we'll have a few other people coming up this week. Um, you know, we, we do a lot of baseball, obviously, but we're starting to look at some other things that still come into play. By the way, Randy, yes. have you has anybody in town discussed the NFL draft at all? You remember how that used to be the most obsessive thing we'd have? Starting in October. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, because we knew the football Cardinals and the Rams were certainly going to be drafting early, so we'd already start looking at guys. I have not heard one person anywhere really get deep into the draft, and I'm not sure what that says. Yeah, I don't uh, – well, we don't have people texting in saying you got to talk about the draft either. So uh, I think that uh... – I promise I won't. I promise <laughs> I won't be one of them. <laughs> All right. Claves, thanks so much. Uh, we'll be checking out the website, clavesonline.com. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. All right, Dan, Michelle, have a great day's game. All right. See you, Mike. Thanks, thanks. thanks. See, see you tomorrow. Mike Claiborne. Cardinal broadcaster on uh, the Cardinal Radio Network with us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.